0: Recorded Live. Hello.
1: Hi, Peter. This is Kevin Davis, how are you?
0: I'm good, how are you doing, Kev?
1: Yeah, well, great to uh, talk by phone. I know uh, Marcus has spoken quite highly of you and great to uh, get to feature you in uh, what I do for the website. And uh, that is for the last 10 years, I've been interviewing singers in uh, faith-based music, talking a little bit about the inspiration of their song. They don't necessarily have to be the, the writer. Um, and so, in this case, it's a Grammy-winning song uh, that I wanted to learn about, uh, believe, because my daughters, I have three daughters, they're uh, 16, 10, and, um, 16, 12, and 10, and they love the movie uh, The Polar Express, and uh, I know from the first moment they saw that film, this song in particular just sort of really captures that, that mood of Christmas, I think that uh, reverence a little bit uh, of Christmas, and also that idea of, you know, being going back to being dreamers uh, and, and actually having that, in a way, thinking about it from a faith-based perspective, like a childlike faith, and I just felt like that fits so well what I like to do this time of year, which is to sort of get people's hearts and minds on those kind of truths, and I feel like this song and your incredible album really do that, so I wanted to hear from you a little bit um, what inspired you to record this particular track and uh what the song means to you personally
0: sure um if, if fun funny enough circumstances the first uh the first movie we uh we've ever shown my uh you know a little over two and a half year old was uh the polar express and and uh, we actually uh watched it two nights ago so i thought that, that was that's funny that you brought that up with your kiddos um
1: yeah for sure and it
0: was a uh, yeah it's something that's that's always hit home to me as well actually with that song in particular um funny enough you know as that as that song plays in in that movie specifically um I was like looking over on the couch with my wife and I when we were like just we kept on watching the movie but we were like watching my son watching the movie oh. the most you know and uh we were both well she was actually like full-on Full on crying at at that part of the movie at the end, but like I was like super teary. I mean, I think there's this um, uncommunicate uh, communicable. What am I trying to go for?
1: Um, oh, like nonverbal in a way.
0: Yeah, there's just <laughs> there's this um yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's this magic and innocence and. Um, that 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 children have and I, I feel like it's so easily captured in um and around uh you know the holiday spirit and the and, and the songs that um they kind of capture that especially for me in my childhood like I've and then this this in in, in in like specifically was one of the songs um that I always wanted to do. I mean, for a number of reasons, if we're talking like musically, like, or I, I pretty much would adore to sing any song Josh Groban's ever done. It just fits my voice. So, so nicely. I love, Mm -hmm. I love him. Um, uh, same thing that you just said, actually, this, this song really, uh, really is spoken to me and like pulled on my heartstrings. And I, I, uh, I couldn't not put this song on it. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't think I could have uh, released a Christmas album without without having the song on it. Um, I feel like it's it's hard. It's even oh gosh, even we were able to uh, shoot this at the uh, governor's mansion. Well, actually, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> uh, at a really cool location with the uh, the children's choir just last week in oh, cool. Utah, and. Um, it's just it's just such a magical experience to be surrounded by that many young children singing a song that meant so much to me when I watched it at their age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and then the the songs that I chose on my album, um, other than the fact, you know, that I did I did take into consideration the songs that my my supporters wanted because i I, i'm making my music for the people who who care about me the most uh -hmm. but these these songs really um really move me and they're like what what the what what christmas has been to me and you know music is such an integral part of of uh the christmas season for for my family growing up and i don't know i don't know what you want to get at Mac no, no,
1: you're you this is great. You're you're sort of processing it out loud with me, which is one of the reasons I do these by phone, just, you know, and by the way, this is just a private call that nobody will ever hear except me to go back and type it up uh, as a written article. So what you're helping process with me is a little bit of how I feel right. When I hear these kinds of songs, both his version and your version is it just takes me somewhere, right? It takes me on, that, that kind of childlike innocence, like you said, um, which is really what the song's about, right? It, you know, it's a lot about that we were dreamers not so long ago, but one by one we all had to grow up. And, and I do love that next line of the song, and it's always really hit me, when it seems the magic slipped away, we find it all again on Christmas Day. And I think one of the things you're... As you said, your supporters, and by the way, we are now also big supporters. My my ten-year-old daughter, uh, this I have to tell you. This uh, was listing for me her top three favorite men in the world, and she listed me, her best friend's dad, and then you. What? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because she said it's been such an awesome bonding experience for me. Um, As I've gotten to watch your YouTube videos, it's family friendly, right? This is something. I can introduce to my ten-year-old and not be worried about what is she going to see here. You know, I actually oh. know. Her. I know what she's going to see, and we anticipate it. We we enjoy it together, um, and that I think that is a really big aspect of your music, and it's also an aspect of music in general, right? That it's something we can come together about, and um, yeah. So. Um, you have you've, you've said a lot of what I was hoping to hear, which is kind of how does the song inspire you? And then kind of, if you don't mind, because this is the part where I, I, as a Christian, will include some Bible verses about believing. So things like, um, with man, this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. Faith is the confidence that we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about the things we cannot see. Uh, and then... Um, Here's another one. Because of your unbelief, I say to you, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. And, and mm-hmm. why I want to include verses like that is I want people to be dreamers, right? I want people to do what the song is saying, believe in what your heart is saying, hear the melody that's playing. There's no time to waste, much to celebrate. Uh, and you have everything you need if you just believe. So, yeah, how how do words like that inspire you as a as a husband, as a dad, as an artist? And how would you like people to be inspired by words like that and some of those bible passages I mentioned this Christmas season?
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Uh <laughs> Well, first of all, um you know, one thing you touched on a, a little bit ago you know as as we do grow up and we you know, we 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 find out, you know, things like the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy and, and Santa Claus, and we and we we do find out, you know, the quote unquote, uh, you know, realization that those things that, that we believe growing up aren't necessarily as magical as we we had we had thought. I think one of the most powerful things that I have witnessed, um, and that has changed me drastically. These last, you know, three years being a father is being able to witness my my son's progression and understanding and, and re see the world through his eyes. And I feel like, you know, if you are in touch, um, that there's no greater evidence of their existing uh, <laughs> magic in the world um, than to than to see. Uh, you know the experiences through the eyes of your 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 children um, so I think that's that's one one cool thing I'd like to add um i guess the other one is a well um as well as um, my my greatest desire uh and like what what I always try to do um you know it is 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 to create and promote positive family friendly content because there just isn't enough of that in the world yeah you know and we can all agree no matter where anyone lies on the on the political spectrum or or religious spectrum or anything that there's just there's just there's far too little of that no matter what um and and I wanted I I always I always promote that but this this album to me and and one of the reasons why um, the only original I wrote on the album. It kind of was like the thesis statement to what I wanted to project was that, um, and what I was trying to capture, and, and portray is that we, as humans in Western civilization, and and, and whether or not you're uh, Jewish or Christian or you're you're figuring it out, we do treat each other more compassionately, more. Uh, Um, we have more empathy for one another and more love and we we give each other more time i think that's actually almost the most important um during the short months right the one that we're experiencing right now like right right before thanksgiving and then right right before new years and i I just wanted to you know i want to capture that and i want to present that on like a pedestal and uh, um and say why why don't we really decide and make a conscious effort on treating each other uh like this year round and i think in doing so that would promote the most love uh, and compassion and understanding for one another and all of the ideals um that i think these that this music really truly um is all about uh and and, you know and 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 truthfully if i'm if i'm being as transparent as possible i was raised christian and catholic and then when my father um got brain cancer like religion was kind of shut shut down in my household and you know they no one went to church anymore and it was kind of like you figure out your own stuff cuz my dad unfortunately took it as like a you know he hated he you know, he hated the powers that be that you know, that forsaken that, that forsaked him with what he had and so it you know kinda of brought that dark cloud up across our entire family and uh, I think ever since then I've always been trying to figure out what I truly believe because I always grew up with um, you know, the morals of 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 Christianity and the church and uh, I was a mama's boy. I always did the right stuff. Really, like the only people I could like hang out with in high school because I literally did everything my mom said. Were, were like, you know, very strict Christians or like Mormons. And um, uh, I'm constantly figuring it out. And I know that um, my my wife is, you know, she's she's a very strong Methodist, and she takes my my son to church uh every sunday and i go like you know like bi-weekly and i and i don't know i don't know what i what i believe but it's i i i believe i believe it's so weird because i i i believe in i mean like my you know my dad's gone now um and i we we you know i i pray and i know hmm I mean, I'm just figuring it out. I don't. I mean, anyone. I just. I don't know. I, I I find so much faith and spirituality in music, and I and I and I believe that it's the one thing that kind of connects us all. And and I. Uh, I believe in a higher power. I just don't. I don't. It's. I don't know. You know how your experiences completely dictate. Um, a lot of of what you or what you believe. And when you, I don't know, like if you would have been in my place growing up in my household and like the unfortunate experiences that I I had to hear and and see and witness from my, my father's anguish with all of that transpired, it's like, you know, building my own family around, um, I mean, I'm going to, I'm figuring it out quickly cause I, I want to be able to, you know, answer the questions that my son is very quickly already uh, coming up with. So
1: sure. it's, well, it's I, can, I think. can relate
0: just, so you know, I grew up
1: Catholic uh, as well and I was a mama's boy as well and did all the, all the right things. I believe I um, have always tried to be a good person. And it's interesting. The reason I write for New release today is because I eventually figured that out when I became a dad for the first time, Um, and that wasn't for me until my mid-20s, and for me, I actually credit music for why we're talking right now, which is because Jars of Clay crossed over uh, in the mid-90s, and I wasn't listening to anything but um, basically alt rock, basically, was my favorite type of music. And as I heard, one, their vocals, and then two, the interesting lyrics and then digging into it a little bit deeper that they were inspired by their relationship with God. And again, they're not really denominational, and neither am I. Um, So I'm speaking to you from a non-denominational perspective now. So what happened is uh, my wife and I had our first and then our second and then our third daughter is like what your wife has done in taking your son to a particular church. We actually looked just for a church that would be a place for our children to also hear um, what does the Bible say, basically, and then let them decide for themselves where, what their relationship with God is. So it's not really me trying to tell my girls, this is what your relationship should be. Instead, it's actually pouring into them. And actually, your album pours into them. I mean, I'm sure you know that, right? Songs like Little Drummer Boy, O'Connell Come, Come uh, even December song, uh, Carol of the Bells, um, To an Extent, up Christmas, Christmas List, Mary Did You Know, What Child Is This, and especially Amazing Grace, um, really are all hitting those points. I actually purposely asked to talk to you about Believe so that I could, for your benefit, in case you didn't want me to go heavily into the Bible study, because it's not really a Bible study kind of song, and instead focus more on the season Uh, that we're in and where that uh, helps people, as you said, treat people, um, sometimes with more more grace and kindness uh, Mm -hmm. and and forgiveness. And I think those might be some of the things I can talk about uh, in connecting to this song and to you personally, because I don't want to put words in your mouth, obviously. I want it to be, uh, we are collaborating on what you want people to hear from your album. But I will tell you, when I heard you sing Um, well, collectively heard your version of Amazing Grace as somebody who has now committed to having that personal relationship with God, I really was moved because it said to me, it tied together for me how these Christmas songs are year-round songs, you know? These are not just this one time a year. These are things we could be grateful for all year. And that is, I think, part of what was exciting to me about your album, which, by the way, is my favorite Christmas album of the year, so I'm very excited to write about it. Um, uh, and I'm yeah. the, the, My title is I'm the lead contributor for the site. I've been writing for 10 years and been doing different types of editorial work. Um, but it sounds like we're on the same page as far as that goes. I did want to also let you know. My dad recently um, got cancer, prostate cancer. And Sorry. They're still Catholic, and they are not um, what you would call um, born again, right? So they are really more just, they go to church, they come with us to church. They, same as you and how you grew up, um, have a general sense of, of right and wrong, right? Morality. Uh, believe in, I think I, I heard you say this right, you believe in God. You haven't said you don't believe in God. Um, you're just not really sure your relationship with him in light of circumstances. Is that a fair way of saying what you've experienced?
0: Yeah. It's it's it, it, it's so hard to, and I, I don't like writing a, putting a box around what I believe because it's always growing and I'm always learning and the people I surround myself and the experiences I have constantly adjust what I'm, what i think and I, and I i don't know why that's just always the way i i've been and um I, I think i think the one thing that's that's hard for me to digest as a human being is that the way organized religion has recently or depending upon your beliefs and the, the, your historical being that like it's been almost used to for so much uh not, not you know not not everyone not everywhere but like so much so much bad versus good whether you you know sure that that it's that it's hard for me to to it's hard for me to buy in all the way and and i because yeah i, I don't know it like yeah it i guess it's it's hard to de, hard to describe but I I just hate how I dislike how right now in our world and in, in our culture and in our media, everything is so hyper focused on blending political and religious beliefs together that it makes me not want to be aligned with anyone and then just mm-hmm. promote the beliefs and morals that, that I know are best, which is Love and compassion and understanding and sympathy and uh, all the things that I think are important, you know, and focusing on community and focusing on family and 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 then just surrounding myself with good people. And uh, so I don't, I don't know. I, so I, I guess it's hard for me to like say one way or the other where I am because I don't know.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. For sharing and and obviously this aspect of what we're talking about I'm not going to (laughs) transcribe it's actually going to be me capturing your thoughts um, which we've already kind of hit on which are um, being a family friendly artist I think that's clearly part of your your brand Uh, also being somebody who's about joy Uh, I mean every one of your um, videos gives me joy gives my family joy and that is a big aspect of this, this season, and it's a big aspect of what it sounds like you want more of our communities to have as opposed to um, polarization and uh, disagreement. It's more about unity for you is what it sounds like, and I share that. I share that 100 percent, and what's kind of cool about what I get to do for this website is I do two of these discussions a week with, with pretty much everybody you can imagine we would cover for our website uh, and people you may not imagine. Like I just had this discussion with Hillary Scott uh, of Lady Antebellum uh, and, cool. and that was a, a cool moment. I also got to speak with Montel Jordan, the guy who wrote This Is How We Do It back in yeah, the 90s. Yeah. I'm um, well
0: aware of Montel Jordan.
1: <laughs> so, so these are the different people I've had this same discussion with that I'm having with you right now. And what I've gotten to find year over year over year over year of doing this is we're all people we're all struggling with something, right? Um, Circumstances, wars, sickness, um, disagreement, you know, uh, uh, people uh, lying, cheating, uh, all of these things, right? And what I have found common ground on is music, interestingly. (laughs) And I think think you can probably relate to that, right? Like, what we can kind of all... Agree about, about is that music brings us somewhere else. Sometimes maybe it, it lifts us out of those circumstances. Maybe it helps us process our circumstances. Um, I know for me, it gives me immense joy. I, I don't go a day without listening to music, singing music. Um,
0: oh, absolutely. Same. I, I don't know how it's. It, it just, <laughs> yeah. We need it. I need it playing. Like I feel like I feel like more empty. Like if something's not going on and there's just like silence, I'm like I just need to turn on something. I just need to have it playing. Like I want, I need a soundtrack to my life.
1: Which which means you are living out the chorus, which I think is cool. So I'm going to read you that chorus again, and this could be maybe the point we end on for today. But I do actually want to continue this discussion with you because I think there's more we could talk about. Um, but believe in what your heart is saying, which is really what you've been saying to me. Your heart says something about morality, about about being a good person, right? Uh, hear the melody that's playing. That is me, and I'm sure it's you. You probably have a song in your head all the time, right? Um,
0: yeah.
1: And then that next, these next two lines, I think, are, are key to really the takeaway of a song like this. There's no time to waste. There's so much to celebrate, meaning we don't know our last day, any of us. And carpe diem, right? That whole idea of seize the day and celebration, i.e. let's not spend all this time thinking about what's not going right and then maybe spend some time being grateful, like we just celebrated Thanksgiving, right? We thought about what we're thankful for. Um, I think that's a big deal. And then this next couple of lines, believe in what you feel inside, give your dreams the wings to fly, and that you have everything you need if you just believe. And to me, you can interpret that any way you want, right? No matter what your Background is, no matter what your affiliation is, no matter what your circumstances are, I think all of those words are true because they can mean whatever they mean to the individual. Those are my favorite kinds of songs to write about because instead of it being this is what it means, this is what Peter tells me it means, and this is how you should apply it in your life, I can actually go the opposite direction. I can just do a study like we've been doing on what those concepts are saying and point people to this season as a time to reflect on and uh, maybe encapsulate into their own hearts what those things mean, and then show some kindness to somebody. You know, maybe use this, this time to shed away some of these other things that they've been shackled by and instead focus a little bit on, on uh, unity and loving people, like you were saying, which actually goes back to really the uh, line in the, uh, the pre course, when it seems that we've lost our way, we find ourselves again on Christmas Day. Um, I, think, I think that's, isn't that like the central point that we all kind of rally around, um, that we all kind of come together and go, yeah, this is something I can celebrate and get excited about, and start hearing your songs playing um, you know, on all these different radio formats that play Christmas music. You know, we have a radio format that plays Christmas music all year. Did you know that? No, no,
0: that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we can actually, we have six radio stations now uh, on NRT. So we can actually play your entire record all year long uh, on, our, on our Christmas channel. Um, and I think what's cool about that is I would never listen to it year-round, but I can understand why some people do, right? Maybe they need source of hopefulness uh, in, a, in a situation where they're like I don't understand what's going on and I'm losing hope and and what I think your, your album and this song do for people is reminds them to be hopeful uh, and reminds them to be um, maybe have some peace in, in a turbulent time and uh, if you're cool with those kinds of concepts I'll be happy to spend the next basically week or so, uh, really thinking about it, uh, listening to your album with that lens. And then and then, as I've said to other people when I do these interviews, I then just sort of allow God in many ways and how my relationship with him to then take over in writing about what this song means for this season. So if that all sounds good to you, and I'll send it to you probably four or five days before it posts so you can kind of get a feel for where I went with it. And then if you have any other thoughts, you can, of course, let me know at that time. But uh, I think we've got a lot to go on. And as I mentioned, I'd love to chat again sometime. Uh, not so much about, you know, where you are with God necessarily, if you're unless you want to, um, but more just more about how can we help promote what you're doing. And um, God has gifted me with the love of music and the ability to write about it <laughs> and and i'm more than happy to per, uh, partner with you in that way because obviously you share those you share the love of music with me and i'd love to be able to write about what you're doing
0: well i i so appreciate that i don't have the uh, second part of that the uh, ability to write about it that's not my my strong suit but i definitely i definitely uh share the first part with you well that's awesome well, hey, it's,
1: it's been great to meet you in this way. Uh, as I mentioned, if anything else hits you in the next uh, week or so, because um, this will actually be the start of my uh, Christmas Behind the Song articles. Um, and it'll post about a week from Wednesday, I think. Uh, so, uh, and then next weekend, basically, is when I'll be writing this all up. And I will send it back your way, and let me know if you have any
0: other thoughts in the meantime. Amazing. Thanks, Kevin.
1: Well, thank you, Peter. Well, hey, great to chat. You've got my uh, email and phone, and if you need to reach me at all, please do. And if you ever come to the East Coast, you're talking to me. I'm in the Philly area. Uh, my family would love to host you guys and and meet you in person and uh, whatever. So um, great to great to chat. And thanks for thanks for partnering with us uh, for the site. I just so you know my articles are actually our most read feature uh, on our site and. Um, I'm excited to do this for you because I feel like this just sheds even more light on, on you, the person, and also this album, which deserves uh, attention. And you did just say something. I think I I do need to follow up on the video. So is there going to be a video for this song? It sounds like you shot one. Yes.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. It's just, gosh, it's the cutest thing because we had, you know, a hundred little rug rats running around the, Governor's mansion uh, in in Utah. Okay. The, uh, it, it, for for whatever reason, uh, I have been blessed with an extremely strong uh, LDS following, and I, I shoot a lot of videos there because I can just ask for favors, and miraculously, it it actually happens. So, so cool. this beautiful old three story mansion uh, was kind of opened to us, and. You know we had a children's choir in there we had a drone flying you know in a house I mean all these cool little cut scenes I think it's gonna be really special so
1: yeah well i wanna i wanna, I wanna tie in this article with that so is it dropping soon
0: uh it will be able to i will i will be able to you know what maybe I could even um maybe I could even release it with your with your article Let's see if we can time that together. I should okay. be able to, I should be able to, um, have a draft for you within, within a week. So
1: that sounds perfect. Um, just to tell you my official schedule, which I think I added you and Laura onto is, uh, December 8th was when I was talking about dropping this discussion. So if that lines up with a video, we would love to tie that together. Well, cause generally what we do is we embed the video in the article so if you've seen any of the ones i've written recently um you can kind of actually like right now i just um interviewed a edm artist named matthew parker about a song called adventure Uh, and then at the bottom of the article is the video so yeah if you think that's doable and if it's not i can push you back a week but i'd love to just like literally time it with the video
0: i will Uh... i will do my darndest to to make that happen
1: okay sweet and then as you can imagine this everything I'm writing for the site is is, um, is evergreen I mean some of the most read pieces we have are things I wrote six years ago uh, because people just Google search Peter Holland's believes and then boom they're gonna get this so what's cool about that is that means you and I can circle back and have another one of these discussions even for next Christmas or you do another song sometime next year and you'd like us to premiere it, I'd be happy to do one of these again with you. And something that moves you, just because the song moves you and it's something um, you, you know it's, you know, I might be able to do something with that, uh, I'll be happy to.
0: Uh, super appreciate it. That's so great. Thank you so much,
1: Kevin. Because even, even just, you know, now we are free from Gladiator.
0: <laughs> I, I love like, that. that. That is
1: literally, so, so um, film scores are very moving to me, and I will just literally get wrapped up in just allowing film scores and tracks and songs from films sometimes to just, I don't know, overtake me, you know? And that, from the first time I ever saw Gladiator, that piece of music is just so beautiful that when I saw you had done that, uh, it was the first track I went and got of yours, because I was like, I have to hear how we did this. And so anyway, I just wanted you to know that's that one, your lay Miz medley, because lay is my all-time favorite um, piece of art, possibly, of all time. <laughs> um, and my daughter just asked me to list my favorite songs of all time and bring him home uh, from Les Mis is actually my all-time oh, individual song.
0: So I love that, yeah. Oh, so anyway,
1: yeah, we have a lot in common I think from that standpoint, but uh, yeah, even if you just do a song like that uh, um, and you just would love to share with me your inspiration and kind of what it means to you and I'll allow us to participate. You know, don't hesitate to ask. Um, I can do, I do a hundred of these a year, (laughs) so I can easily make room for you and and find a couple songs in this next year that, uh, I could feature in this way.
0: Amazing. Amazing.
1: Well, great. Thank you. I can't wait to see this video and, uh, and kind of let this talk inspire how to write about the, these big topics we've been talking about. And, uh, I'll send it back your way and I think um what I have found is God always finds a way to knit this all together uh and and point people to something that moves them, uh, which is really what this song is about, uh and this album is about. And then uh you and I just get to be the vessels, which is which is great. That's the best part.
0: I love it. I'm okay. gonna email you I'm gonna email you and share with you two different things. One one, because you brought that up, uh my, my favorite live performance i've ever done in my entire life uh was just um four weeks ago when i got to open and then sing with gladys Knight for two shows in front of about fifteen thousand people and um, Mm -hmm. one of the that i got to do myself was uh, my version of now we are free in this arena with a you know 300 foot screen behind me and but the most the coolest thing was uh with an entire ballet company doing um a scene right in in front of me. Uh, And I I just wanted to share it with you because it was just a very spiritual moment for me. And I I just felt the whole time while I was singing it that I was connecting with my father. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just want to send that to you. And then just a tiny little passage that I think also kind of um, aligns with all the quotes you're taking from the song, Believe. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a a tiny little passage from some of the lyrics in my original songs I think are, are right on par as well. Just not to like throw a, another piece of I, IP into it, but I think it's, it's, I think it's something profound uh, to, to also sh- show the fact that, you know, that everything you're, you're talking about in Believe is, you know, other than the fact that I'm not as good of a songwriter as whoever wrote Believe, but what I was trying to get at in, 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 a, in, a, in a different macro sense with, with my original song. So it might be a good thing to tie in. Well, please do absolutely.
1: Yeah, I and and actually, it's funny you said that because normally that's where I go, but I feel like really to almost serve you. Uh, I'd like to talk about this song because just you know, I've already Google searched—is there anything else like this about that song? And there really isn't. So you and I are creating some original content around a song that means a lot to a lot of people and won a Grammy Award. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty—that's pretty incredible. Um, right. So. So I think it's cool for for artists, right? In this case, you and me, uh, to to spend time thinking about what those words mean, and then give our thoughts about them. Because people want, people are looking for that type of thing this time of year. But I'm also going to write a an arc about this this album, and how this song, in my opinion, um, kind of in, in my opinion, it kind of anchors down the album. It's sort of like this this moment that I flow in and out of um, that puts my heart in a certain place to experience the rest of these songs. And that's a little bit of where I'm going to go. But yeah, I'd love to see that other um, quote there, that you're referencing and talk about that as well. Awesome. I love it, Kevin. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Great to chat with you. And uh, yeah, love look forward to the next time we do. And until then, all the best to you.
0: Yeah, same to you, Kevin. Hope you have a great day. All right. All right thanks,
1: Peter. All right. Take care.
0: Peace. Bye-bye. Nice. Thank <laughs> you.